Hello all, welcome to this uh, November 8th through 10th edition of Show Business. I come to you as always as CP. I'm Jaime Enfuego from Enfuegotainment and the Horror Show channel. Hello, and I am Lindsay of My Two Cents of Nonsense, and I saw no new movies this weekend. I'm useless. <laughs> well, are you still ducking fires? I mean, there's there's that, right? Yeah, there was a little bit of that. It was it was kind of a shenanigansy week. Mm -hmm. like, there's no fires too nearby us, but there was. I don't know. We lost power a little bit here and there. It was it was a week. For those of you who don't know, Lindsay's out on the west coast, and you know, apparently, yeah, uh, just a just a big mm -hmm. cinder box. So before we get started, I just want to say hi to everyone in the YouTube chat. What's up, Tim? What's up, Brian? What's up, Felix? What's up, Roger? What's up, Sandra? Uh, what's up, Monty? Manhammer? What's going on? That's you, Fuego. I don't say hi to you. Uh, what's up, Mike? Uh, thanks for the support. Uh, what's up, Mark? I think we're caught up. Uh, every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern on the Willis Greedy YouTube channel or um, on your local podcasteries. The, the links are not down below for the <laughs> podcast. Just search show business and you should be there's able a to description find on the the podcasts part you know so there's, they can link links and stuff sure you know, <laughs> i think tags we have tags yeah. on there too so if you if you search show business or box office you should be able to find us before we get started uh to all our veterans out there happy veterans day um, i think this weekend played played into the holiday weekend um midway came in first with 18 million. Dr. Sleep, shockingly, in second with 14 oh. million. Playing with Fire, 13 million. Last Christmas, 11 Oof. million. And Terminator Dark Fate, all the way down to fifth with another 11 million. Yikes. Hey, Terminator, yeah. it held it, it by the, by its pinky. It's holding on to that <laughs> like, it's little robot pinky. It's holding the whole thing in the mm. in the fight. Good good for it. I'll be back. You've been back enough. It just doesn't seem like people wanted to go to the movies this weekend based on yeah. like the, the total box office numbers. There is no big smashing success. Even midway at the number one. I mean, 18 million for the number one. I mean, we are far from summer, y'all. <laughs> What's weird is, do you, do you think, I mean, we, we discussed this last week, but do you think if Dr. Sleep was released last week for Halloween, would it have made a difference? Yeah, yeah, I mean, pro probably. Maybe another five or ten, but I think in, in, yeah. in general, this shows that people probably didn't, especially the casual moviegoer, didn't really know what it was, despite the connotations in the marketing campaign and the visual connections they tried to make on a lot of the posters and how they changed their marketing, you know, a month or so out. People still didn't know what the heck this was. And maybe a lot of people mm. love The Shining so much, which I, I personally don't. And I know a lot of people think it's blasphemy that I feel that way because I work for a horror channel, but I'm entitled to my opinion and I'm a psyching person at the end of the day a tower junkie and all that jazz so i just don't think 
the casual horror fan was excited about a Shining sequel. They were like, nope, it's perfect. There's no need for a sequel. Why the hell are they doing this? I think a lot of people might have felt that way. Yeah, I I, I, I can actually say for a fact, I, I know a couple of people that did kind of write it off just because of that, even though they said, hey, the trailer looked cool, but then suddenly it was The Shining. And I'm like, no, hold on, just, well, it's supposed to be, supposed to be good i've heard good things and there's so many callbacks but all of the callbacks are there's a few at the beginning of the film and then there's a lot in the third act but i i mean a good two-hour chunk of the film is its own thing and it's so flanagan and it's fantastic i talked a little more more lightly about it uh, but i saw it again today and i was less much less judgmental of the alterations and much more accepting because I, I love the book and so I, I'm really disappointed that in a year where you know King is you know bigger than ever obviously with a new book and new adaptations new TV shows all this different stuff that this one which I think is probably the best King thing that was released this year has has just languished like this so <clears throat> um, yeah. what see I'm trying to think so Considering that it, it, it didn't even come in first place this weekend anyway, um, you almost gamble and say, all right, put it up last week because of Halloween and put it up against Terminator because I, 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 nobody was happy with, with how that went. Um, there, there was what? There was one horror movie, Countdown. The Countdown app. It's really just a random number with a clock. It's not that scary. Oh, yeah. is that even? I was out a couple. Is that was even a week or two ago? I think was when it first was released. But... I, I, I think it came out a, the week before Halloween. I could be wrong about that. I believe it did. Is that even in the top ten anymore? No, it is so, in twelfth place. Twelfth yeah. place. <laughs> uh, which is which, why I it's guess... actually the movie that I saw this weekend because I should definitely be watching the movie coming in twelfth place for our box office show. <laughs> yeah, that's two weeks old too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. So quick summary, Lindsay, how is Countdown, the horror movie? Uh, I enjoyed it for what it was, but it was not a good movie. It it, it feels very much like a, oh God, The Ring made a lot of money. We should make our version of The Ring. And this was like supposed to come out in 2004 or whatever, but they just like digitally added in cell phones or whatever, just to like justify its release in 2019. I mean, obviously they they didn't, but you know what I mean? It very much feels like a movie that's out of time. shoehorned the app gimmick. Yeah. And it's, yeah, literally. And it's, and the other thing is I'm also having just trouble just remembering it. It's so generic and interchangeable. Uh, Like, so you, you download the app, it tells you how long you have to live, so, you know, and uh, there's like a user agreement you have to take that you won't use this knowledge to circ- try to circumvent your own death. And there's a couple of people that are like, oh, you're going to die in two hours. And they're like, oh, I'm going to die in two hours. Maybe I shouldn't get in the car with a drunk asshole. <laughs> and so they decide to walk home and that violates the cur- terms and conditions. So now instead of dying in a what? car crash with the, the drunken idiot, now they're just getting killed in their home. I'm just like, okay. So, so it's got a Final Destination sure. type vibe, but just like yeah. a cheesy yeah. PG-13 sort of attempt at it. Because I love those Final Destination movies. I don't care if they're schlocky. If that, I mean, <laughs> they're fun. What are those those Google Hangout movies that are... Uh, unfriended, right? Yeah. Unfriended. I actually enjoy those. They're going to be dated as... Oh yeah, all hell in a couple of years, yeah. but I, I I was all right with those. I I, I agree too. I, I like Unfriended and Final Destination has a special place in my heart. Same. The I, first one especially. I mean, first yeah. one's fantastic. 
I even like the third one in a weird way because of its cast. And that was the roller just, coaster like, one, like, I'm gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, we don't Mary even Elizabeth care. Yeah. We're just gonna lay everything on thick. Just not even gonna be try to be subtle here. <laughs> I still think maybe the fourth one, the race car one. Was that the fourth one? The race car one, the final destination. Four and five, I mix up all the time. One of them's yeah. a bridge, and one of them's a racetrack. Yeah. Five. Supposedly the bridge one's really good. Five I had the great really ending. That that's the three D one. Yeah. No, what? no, no. Four, four was three uh, D. Five was has a good twist. Yeah, right? that's the ending that connects to the first yeah. movie, and it's really cool. Actually, it kind of saved the film for me. Where I'm like, yeah, this is okay. The kills are a little more on the generic side, but then that twist at the end, with the twist, I was like, okay, <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> Wait, which which is the one with the bridge? The bridge is the, the, the fifth, fifth one that's got one. the crazy twist, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not in 3D. No, no, no. I mean, it might have been. Uh-huh. But like the the the, four, the fourth one is the one that we're like <laughs> 3D. Yeah, and it was the final destination. Like this is actually yeah. the final one, and they're like, "No, nah, we're gonna make a fifth one." Sorry, guys, we <laughs> lied to you. Yeah. <laughs> that classic horror gimmick of this is the last one. Psych. Uh-huh. Lindsay, mm-hmm. you also saw something that came in 11th, which I is did I saw Jojo Rabbit. Then movie of this year like you just said jojo rabbit it's arguable it's so good i i just like start to finish i i I would either be crying or had a big goofy smile on my face Mm -hmm. i like there's so many scenes with like they just did such simple things but they just punch you in that gut so hard you're crying and the next scene you're laughing it's it's kind of incredible it's the tonal shifts and and the way they achieve them is is incredible like you're it's like you said you're, you're giggling you're laughing you're having a good time and then oh right right world war ii <laughs> from from germany's perspective it's, okay. it's still not a film that i think could be considered mainstream even if it does eventually get oh, a wide no. release it's still a film that people like certain demographics of people will not find funny in any way shape or form on principle, yeah right right on principle alone people probably won't yeah when i filmed film my review for Enfuego tame it last week i I basically, the, the closest comparison I could come was some of the racially charged comedy that Dave Chappelle has done. And most mm-hmm. most notably, like the black white supremacist sketch was one that I really felt had some similar tones of, oh, it's so offensive and yet it makes you think a little bit. I, obviously that didn't have any seriousness to it really, but I, as far as, you know, a, a Jew playing Hitler and in, in directing oh. a film that he wrote about it, it's. I don't know. It's not for everybody. Some people will be immensely offended and not find uh, rabbis stuffing things in their ears humor very fascinating. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you know what I say to those people? They can they can go and deal with the German shepherds. <laughs> <laughs> that was so that was so Taika, man. And I even went back and watched some of his older stuff this past week. I watched Eagle vs. Shark, and I watched some. I, I, I binged a little bit of what we do in the shadows, the TV show, and that's. Uh, He's, I need to check great. that out. I've been putting it off. I need to see that. It's right. so fun. He, yeah, he's the, amazing. He really is. The trailer ruins one of the more funnier lines in the movie, but when when the the, the kid with the glasses, the best friend, is <laughs> officially Yorgi, yeah, when, when he's officially part of the army, and and they 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 stop for a second, and he's like, yeah, it's just a really weird time to be a a Nazi. <laughs> 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 oh man, this is this is atrocious. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, but, uh, it's amazing. And, uh, yeah, and Sam Rockwell. 
Why is it? Jim Rockwell's incredible. I love his increasing flamboyance to the bordering of Liberace as the film goes on, Mm -hmm. and it becomes much more apparent that he is in a relationship with that other officer. And it's oh, it's so funny. Freaking Alfie Allen from Game of Thrones, who went through one of the more epic and over the top. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And like he has like two lines in the movie, but he's got so much screen time. And also, (laughs) Merchant's cameo is fun. I mean, it's. Uh, uh, oh, he's the, he's the, the really the tall British comedian guy, yeah. who goes to inspect the house. Where do you think they're gonna find that one person without spoiling? And and how about that that girl? Her performance is fantastic. She was in a movie mm-hmm. uh, called Leave No Trace that I think I mentioned last week was one of my favorite films of 2018 about this father and his daughter that are like squatting in the forest in Northern she, California, and they she's a- She's a dead ringer for that girl from Zombieland. I'm sorry. Abigail Breslin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A dead ringer. I, I I thought that was her for a while. I was like, wait a mm. minute. I could see that. Mm. I, I could definitely see that. Uh, yeah. I, I, I said Judy Greer had, had the worst um, dialogue of 2018. Okay. Stephen Merchant <laughs> easily is going to be the creepiest person of 2019. Oh yeah, because he's he's the head Nazi dude in this, mm. and he's the guy who buys the uh, the CPR doll. Oh, in, in Good Boys. <laughs> he's such a creep oh, in that movie. So I forgot mm. about that. 2019 is the year of the creep for uh, Stephen Merchant. Yeah. Hal Hitler, Hal Hitler, Hal Hitler, Hal Hitler, Hal Hitler, Hal Hitler. Hal Hitler, yeah. Hal Hitler, Hal Hitler. <laughs> And we lost our mind. Yes, it's off uh, and it's gone. Uh, and, and someone brought this up in the chat. You know, Nazis being funny. You know, the reason why this works is because it portrays the Nazis as what they are. Mm. Just absolutely ridiculous, childish. And, and, you know, that's why it works with the springtime for Hitler with the producers. And that's why it works because you're taking the power away from them. And you're saying like, mm-hmm. no, you're just a joke of a human being. Yeah, you did a bunch of horrible things, but you are a joke, sir. And that's why Hitler is the invisible imaginary friend of a little boy. <laughs> I was born in Dusseldorf, and that is why they call me Rolf. And eating the zebra head and all that. Don't be stupid. Be a smarty. Come and join the Nazi party. <laughs> no, no, no. It was a unicorn. unicorn head. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, I was getting mixed up for a second. It's it's a movie that that has social messages that, that um, it bum, just bum. Doesn't, it doesn't shove them down your your throat. Yeah. It, Hey, we're, we're we're talking about Nazis in 2019. I wonder why. Oh, oh, this still has relevance. Yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson. I have never <laughs> seen her be that kind of like that playfulness, that kind of looseness. I mean, not that she, I mean, looseness. That's not the right word. That means it seem like she's an uptight actress. But like, she looked like she was just having fun. Like Taika just kept saying, "Just no, play more, play more, play more. Mm. Be sillier, be be bigger." And it worked but also like, balanced yeah. it so well with being yeah. sweet and endearing and mm-hmm. loving and i mean she was the one who obviously besides our the, the, the younger girl i mean they were able to get past this facade that this kid was clinging so tightly to and mm-hmm. i don't know he was fantastic too that kid had never acted in like anything <sighs> before never been in a movie before really yeah they de- they developed at least three relationships in that movie rather strongly mm. there's there's at least three relationships that i could think of in in that one house alone maybe even four that, if you talk rockwell i mean be, yeah. sure, <laughs> sure sure 
It's uh, it's. Oh, he's so um, underrated. I, hurts sometimes. Sorry, I just uh, people know who Sam Rockwell is. <laughs> so yeah. My my two favorite working actors today are Michael Shannon and Sam Rockwell. Those two guys crush mm. it in pretty much everything I've ever seen them in. Whether it's a smaller role, larger role, strangely comedic, dramatic, so versatile. Yeah, those guys are rad. Yeah. But R- Rockwell shines in this. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So, um, Jojo Rabbit. Uh, Ultra. I don't know if it's ultra limited. I don't. Know. Is it on a thousand? It's screens? been expanding, it but how many is it on now? I wonder. I sincerely doubt. You know, that's going to be a seven hundred and ninety-eight. Yeah, so it's yeah, oh, in, it's okay. getting there. I mean, it went up yeah. five hundred and forty-two theaters this week, you guys. It more mm. than doubled its theater count. Well, and I was yeah. waiting for that so, to happen. So mm. yeah. It might be one of those ones that just kind of lingers and, and hangs around. But seriously, um, if if you're at all intrigued, go check out the trailer. Um, it's on the YouTube version of the show. I think we played it a week or two ago, you know, in the countdown. So, uh, you know, it's there is subject matter that, you know, it's 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 the, the German side of World War Two. It, it's it's a comedy. Adolf Hitler is an absolute He's he's an ass. He's a, he's a joke. And this um, where he and, goes from a joke to kind of actually being Hitler for like a half moment. Yeah. Like, oh, shilling. Yeah, yeah. You just got to be mentally prepped for this movie. And and if you're in after all that, really, really buckle in and enjoy yourself because it's it's a it's a hell of a movie that that makes you laugh, cry. Um, I don't all of all of the emotions. It just ticked checked them all yeah. off and and I, I genuinely got choked up twice during that movie yeah. um and but, it, it is the, uh, it, I, I say it's one of the best movies of the year the same way that i think of uh what was it uh but, but oh the the farting corpse movie a swiss army man right but it, uh, you know very niche audience not everyone's gonna go for that but if you go for it it's worth it this is the same way like this is either for you or it's not and if it is you're gonna love it like yeah, yeah. Paul, yeah, it's. it's I, I was just going to interject. Paul Dano is another actor that I'll watch in mm-hmm. pretty much anything because he's he's got that same versatility I was just describing with Shannon and Rockwell. Yeah. So, yeah, agreed. Apologies to Felix in the YouTube chat. He gave us the number seven ninety eight <laughs> um, a little while back. Oh. Uh, apologies, Felix. I, I wasn't looking um, on the YouTube screen. We we we. We juggle between the stats and the chat, uh-huh. and right now we're on the stats. Right. So, um, and it's uh, that's my case. I'm sticking to. Yeah, it. and it <laughs> says it did go wide officially on the eighth, so it has gone wide as of this weekend. But I mean, as we get closer to Oscars mm-hmm. and award season and stuff like that, I wouldn't see it make a resurgence of some sort. Maybe even expand even wider, as tends to happen when mm-hmm. these films get tons of nominations. So, mm-hmm. and if you feel a little weird about laughing at stuff like this. Uh, you know, wait, wait till it comes on digit. It's, I don't, I don't think there's not much that happens in this movie that commands a large screen. So, um, yeah. you know, cer- certainly give it a rent at at the very least. And, uh, you know, in the privacy of your own home, so you don't have to feel weird about, I mean, I know I felt a little odd chuckling a couple of times. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want people to see my face. I'm, I, 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 oh, somebody behind me is laughing, and I don't know who it is, but they better stop. Like you're glad movie theaters are dark, so people can't like, you know, yeah. like pinpoint you. And oh, that was the guy who was <laughs> laughing at some of the most offensive material. Like he was gonna bust a gut. And, yeah. Uh. 
yeah, that's where watching stuff like that at home kind of pays mm-hmm. off. So let's swing back around to to the to the the upset of the week. Yeah. Um, Doctor Sleep, which I I have the the stats here worldwide, it pulled in thirty four million, which is a total that you know that's that's including the U.S. Um, and domestic, it's at fourteen million. The budget is forty five million, so it right now excluding marketing it's it's you know about three million profit and we're not including budget so it's it's still got money to make yeah the deadline article uh, i looked at said that unless and like even if it breaks 100 million worldwide it's still looking right. to lose around 20 million if not a little bit more that maybe much, even closer huh? to 30 so i mean which is a hard that much but it is unfortunate well, the same report also yeah. said that it chapter two and Joker made six hundred million in profits. So they're doing just, Warner Brothers is just fine. They can chalk this one up, but I, with the current King of Sons, like I mentioned a little earlier in the broadcast, I'm just mm-hmm. I'm I'm surprised. But I feel like it was poorly marketed, and also just people hold The Shining in such sanctity that they were unwilling to give this a shot. Well. Um, Fuego, let me let me take the the ignoramus route because I don't I don't read and I, I wasn't very like it it literally it took me a while to figure out that Doctor Sleep was somehow associated with The Shining. Um, do you think one way or another that it either hurt or helped this movie? Because Joe Sixpack may not know that Doctor Sleep is somehow associated with The Shining, and one way or another would it would it play into something like I, I don't know how strong a movie the shining is with with again joe Sixpack. yeah well this is kind of the time to make this movie because we just had the huge shining shout out in uh ready player one so True. i mean maybe and it's also, like too late but oh and also been... flanagan coming off of all of that enormous success for haunting of hill house i mean yeah. this yeah. would I, and it's it's the year of 19 which is a big number in Stephen King Lord like as big as things get I mean Tremblay's character mm-hmm. you know the baseball kid number 19 number 19 mm-hmm. so I this was definitely as good a time as any I I would also argue that this was kind of the bumblebee factor you know and the fact that they didn't mm-hmm. call it Transformers bumblebee they just called it bumblebee should they have called mm-hmm. it the shining chapter 2 or something like that and then maybe like you know hyphen doctor sleep I don't I don't know. I don't have those answers. All I can say is, you know, just just double down on the fact that I think people love the hell out of The Shining just a little too much, maybe. Yeah, I, you know, it's it's unfortunate because I think if if you alien covenant it mm. and get people in the door, the movie is certainly strong enough to, like, you know, it's 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 this weird game, Alien Covenant kind of made people who were fans of Prometheus and fans of Alien both kind of sort of disappointed and let down. But I'm wondering if you call this Shining 2 Doctor Sleep and they get this movie, because I, I think the villain, um, uh, Rose Hat, is that Rose, her name? Rose, Rose the Hat, Hat yeah. right? was, was great. I, I think I think it, 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 it you know, for two thirds of a movie, you're watching a, a really badass thriller horror dare i say mm-hmm. um and then you get this you know this icing on top by the third act with 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 the shining 
lore. It didn't feel like it was necessary, but it was just a nice place for it to go. Like, oh, wow, that's right. Here, we're, we're doing this. There's, you know, there's, there's um, shot callbacks, shot tributes, um, inverted versions of scenes. Like it was just a really like I, I, I've I've heard people say it, it's a bit fan filmy, but um, I, I I don't know if I would go that far. The movie itself is like if you if you somehow just stop the movie after the second act, I I think the movie's strong enough to be to be honest. And, and then some the, spoilery, so well not, not not super spoilery stuff, but there's a shootout that happens in kind of a woodsy area, and that's more so how the book kind of ends and the stuff that's tacked on at the overlook mm -hmm. is almost like a like a postscript sort of thing like that's where you made a good point cp about the fact that this film did try to it just like that everclear song everything everything to everyone it tried to please mm -hmm. the book purists and the fans of kubrick's film and perhaps it did end up just kind of aggravating both camps because of the fact that you know, everybody who I know who loves Shining the Book and isn't the biggest fan of, uh, you know, of, of, of Kubrick's tone and, and representation, they were like, they're going back to the Overlook. Are you flipping kidding me? In the book, there is no Overlook. It's a campgrounds. And that's where the True Knot are posting up at the end of the at the end of the book. And that's where this big confrontation goes down is on the is on the site where the Overlook used to be. So obviously, if yeah. a fan of the source material, Dr. Sleep, sees that there's still an Overlook, they're going to be a little angry. And then Back, and right. then the whole purist aspect of people who love The Shining and didn't feel like it needed a sequel. So this could have like really just hit both sides of the of the argument and made them both averse to this. And I did I did like Alien Covenant for the record for for what that's worth. Oh, I, I so. <laughs> Uh, I love Prometheus. I, I, was, I love Prometheus <laughs> yeah. too. I, I, I'm glad we got something. If anything, I felt kind of ripped off by the, by the second act, but I, I thought it was strong enough that that you know it's it's in my top half of the franchise, which isn't saying much. Mm. Um, I need to revisit but, it for sure. Sure, sure. Um, hopefully, Disney does something with it. Speaking of doing something with stuff from the past mm -hmm. Lindsay you dropped a little bit of bizarre knowledge on us um, regarding <laughs> somebody who's been dead a very long time so so the floor is yours Lindsay why don't you educate us on, on what uh, so there's a movie coming out uh, it's called Finding John or Tracking John something like that uh, it's about finding dogs that were abandoned uh, and military dogs that were abandoned after World, uh, not World War II, sorry, Vietnam. You know, the big war. A lot of dogs are probably used. You know, it's a big deal. It's an interesting story. I want to see what happened to the doggos that were used in war. I'm, that's a story I want to hear. And there's this character in this movie called Rogan, mm -hmm. who apparently the director spent months and months and months trying to cast and just couldn't do it. And then he got a brainwave. James Dean who died 20 years before the <laughs> Vietnam War, and as far as I know, never really started a movie that was too much about doggos coming home from war. <laughs> so I'm just like, uh, uh -huh. okay, 
you know, we're, we're playing with technology these days. We got super young Sam Jackson from Miss Marvel earlier this year, and that that looked amazing. Uh, the, the, the the one of the most talked about things in Terminator Dark Fate is the scene where they de-aged everyone. Right, you know, and, and then there's Tarkin, which looked horrible, but you know, Shay, whatever they they, they paved the way. Uh, Leia looked good until she smiled. That was, <laughs> uh, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah. I still love Rogue One, but nonetheless, <laughs> I you know. Yeah, no, I mean that's the yeah, that's, 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 that's now just sidetrack us entirely. That, but, stay on target. So stay on target. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you beautiful bastard. <laughs> So this was going to happen sooner or later, where someone was going to try to recreate a dead actor for an entire movie that's been dead for a long time just for the sake of doing it. This was Mm going to happen. Mm -hmm. But why James Dean? Why this movie? (laughs) And why is the director... What is the budget on this going to be? My God. It's so huge. Those effects are going to take so long. (laughs) I feel terrible... I feel terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. I feel badly. I feel badly for the for the poor actor that's just going to be the body. Yeah. <laughs> that they're going to paint James Dean's face on. Yeah, I looked unless it up. they're going. Uh, it's almost the equivalent of a ghostwriter. Uh, it was Guy Henry who was uh, Tarkin in Rogue uh, One. I looked him up and we're giving him a uh-huh. shout out because these actors need respect. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, and it's 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 two characters because you got the guy who's the physical embodiment and you got the voice actor because they got a voice actor. Uh-huh. Two ca- I said, I said two characters. Uh, two characters. <laughs> too many characters. Too many characters. Well, so like <laughs> final fantasy. Too weapons. many characters. Is this the um like, is this the estate of James Dean that that's making <clears throat> this decision? Like, where where his, where are we? His still living cousins have signed off on it. Yeah, because they're gonna get some money. Exactly. <laughs> and as far as I can tell, that those couple of cousins seem to be the literally the only people that are alive that could so it's like hey you guys want free money sign off on this thing so we can use the likeness of a relative of yours you bunch never of met. savages Sweet. in this town i swear mm-hmm. i mean i think i think he was in like a coke commercial with marilyn monroe or something from a couple of decades ago where they had like icons from yesteryear probably a super bowl uh, commercial all or over <laughs> Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I do remember. It wasn't that. It was. It wasn't CGI though. Oh, they, it was like they, just they hired lift actors. footage from from other movies. Oh, is that how they did? Hold on, I'll look that so up. Maybe like I, they forest gumped it or something. <laughs> I love how that's a verb. So, <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled a homa. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we can make anything. Let's let's just throw it in there, and you know, the public consciousness. So it opens a couple of holes here. Um, firstly, you know, (laughs) firstly, you know, is it right to do something with James Dean without him signing off on it? Like, like, do we know that James Dean would be cool with this? A, B, with all the hubbub in Hollywood about getting insert type of actor here more work do we really need to go back and and get cg stars from the past to star in our movies when when i don't know an able-bodied so-and-so 
would would love that role. I mean, like it it seems like we have some version of this discussion every few months. Scarlett Johansson uh, seems to be at the center of it more, more often than not. Oh God, she so, was to play James Dean in uh, this movie. <laughs> I would allow that, and I would love every frame of it. I would <laughs> make it so. <laughs> oh God. Um. Sorry, sorry. I completely derailed you there, CB. Keep going. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's a double-ended question. Is it is it right? Should it be right? And you know, well, a- actors are still getting paid. Sh- like, uh, it's, you know, there's still the voice actor and there's still the embodiment. So it's not like you know, when like a, a restaurant goes from waiters to iPads on the table, where there's just jo- gob gobs. There's just jobs that are just gone now. So there mm. Is it, so wait a minute. Is James Dean a SAG actor now? Is, <laughs> this is a fascinating <laughs> after question, sir. Is CGI James Dean? Does he get you know whatever the the same type of benefits as a, as a SAG actor? I am a. Um, I'm gonna do some googling. How about you guys talk about some James Dean movies for mm. a minute? Yeah, <laughs> both of them. <laughs> There's, There's like two, two There's or three. Yeah. I think three. Easter I, I got the bullets. I mean, I'm I'm with the sentiment that there's young, there's there so many young actors just busting their asses trying to break through and trying to get roles, and it is such a saturated pool that this feels gimmicky to me, and I feel like it definitely sucks a little bit for for those who for those living who could be working and are struggling in a lot of ways, you know, to just be a part of this this sort of uh, you know scene and, and workplace and this this type of creativity so for them it definitely sucks you know <laughs> but it, it, uh, it, well i mean they're going to have to start putting this into contracts now like i understand like leia because you know carrie fisher is so synonymous with that character y- you would think that you know somewhere in her will or you know somewhere in in the star wars the current star wars scripts i, I think when you sign a script they uh if if you die during filming you know you sign off on on them using your footage uh many many an actor have have died whilst in the middle of filming um it's 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 one thing like that um it's another thing like maybe maybe some sort of permission where like I, I don't know say 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 Bruce Willis has something in his will where he says, "Hey, by the way, when I die, uh, make sure you, you keep John McClane going and you know give my kids the money." Like I, I really feel like the actors should have some sort of say. It 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 really kind of um um Lindsay just jolted out of his chair so what do you what do you, what do you got Lindsay? according to uh, our good buddy a friend of the show and just overall good person uh razor wire reviews hey luke uh yeah uh, good old luke here just pointed out something uh kind of fascinating to me okay this movie is going in, into pre-production this week and it's released in november 2020 oh, so a full year. Can look horrible <laughs> Yeah. They that might stuff as well takes marry. years, man. Yeah. Like, are they going to have just like several servers farms dedicated to exporting this movie once they. Mm-hmm. I, wow, that is. If that's true, Luke, dude, that is crazy, my friend. Um, also, SAG, uh, they do continue to pay residuals in perpetuity after people die. Hmm. And I do have a quote here from Robert De Niro. 
because uh, they guess they just de-aged him for the Irishman. I forgot about that. They're using that technology yeah. in that movie yeah. too. I can't wait for that. Uh, yeah, I, I, same. Yes, I'm in the exact same boat. Uh, and he's saying, hey, they ask him about the technology in some interview, and he's like, oh, yeah, no, this is great because I can continue to work 30 years after I'm dead. And I'm like, oh, so he can keep making money for his family yeah. 30 years after he's dead. That's sure. interesting. Sure. Yeah. It's one thing for current day actors that are familiar with with the technology and and shout out to pete in the youtube chat saying people are working whether the actor that's being cgi'd over Mm -hmm. or the people making the cgi and that's a fair point perhaps you have more people working on on creating james dean than you would just a regular old scarlett johansson playing james i would wonder how much less you're making though if you're somebody getting CGI'd over, as opposed to if you're like the actual lead, I mean, well, if you're Andy Circus, you're still making millions, but anyone else, it's yeah. probably dramatically. Yeah, it's probably whatever Andy. the industry standard rate is for something like that, which isn't. Is bad. it scale? Mm-hmm. No, like, no it, like, it'll be more than scale. Uh, like, oh God, it better be more than mm-hmm. scale. But uh, well, you really that's, hope. That's, yeah. that's another yeah. pit hole, pit hole, uh, rabbit hole to, to fall down. Mm-hmm. What if, like, what if um, we're talking? I mean, James Dean was a big deal. The 2019 mm-hmm. equivalent. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that, that's I mean, I mean, it's it's a genuine thought. Like, let's just say, yeah. you know, God forbid, Jennifer Lawrence goes tomorrow. She's one of the highest paid actresses. Do you make a CGI Jennifer Lawrence, you know, a twenty five million dollar actor? And does the CG does the does the actor that's that's behind the CGI person's face? Do they get a a big chunk of that? It's mm-hmm. it's like it's this. I, I I see like six or seven different ways to to approach this idea. It's 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 fascinating. It's just incredibly fascinating to me. Yeah, the point that I was just formulating is I think it's a lot different when it's an iconic actor versus an iconic character. James mm-hmm. Dean, obviously iconic actor, despite the fact that he was only in a couple of films because he was like you know the, a, a representation of a certain portion of a generation, but. Leia is a totally different situation because of the fact that that's an iconic character. And I mean, there was the whole argument with episode nine. Do we recast Leia or do we go digital? Mm. What the hell do we do? I've heard a lot of people, some of their biggest gripes about Dr. Sleep, not to circle back to that, but they did not like the recasting of Nicholson and, uh, mm. and um, you know, goodness uh what is her name it's totally wendy, eluding me uh um, well yeah, yeah yeah wendy torrance yeah. but i'm trying to think of the name of the actress and it's it's eluding me at the moment um, but Voyle. i don't know her real name shelly Duvall. shelly Duvall. Duvall. yeah 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 i just think of her when she was doing that fairy tale theater stuff for whatever reason i, I yeah. thought that was a really cool hbo show but... i mean they they did the hair and and i i think that's and the another... voice was convincing yes. on both of them yes i i think that's another a tribute to to the filmmaking efforts I mean, they recreated scenes where it was just like, all right, these are the actors that are supposed to be the ones that you're supposed to be thinking of right now. I mean, and Elliot from E.T. was convincing, I thought, you know, he's all grossed up and he's all grossed up. And Mm -hmm. yeah, 
he, he looked the part pretty well. And I, I forgot that that was him in uh, Hill House, too. So it's funny how Flanagan likes to work with the same actors. But anyway, yeah, I like it when directors do that, actually, because like, then they start popping up in like little roles through not just main roles, you know, so it's like, hey, there's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm trying to find out how much James Dean was paid for the movies that he made. Uh, I found that his net worth at the time of his death was $2 million, which is just shy of $19 million in 2019. Uh, And I found a thing that talks about how much actors were paid in 1937. Uh, Where'd that figure go? Where'd that figure go? Uh, Adjust for inflation. Adjust for inflation. So Gary Cooper, (laughs) you know, Gary Cooper, you know, pretty, you know, big guy he was uh, i think three hundred and seventy thousand. uh was what he was paid for something it looks like uh in in the no, 30s no, oh no no this is net worth sorry oh yeah no, no i got nothing then okay never mind <laughs> yeah i also think of the it's it's just yeah, fascinating oh, it's, it's totally fascinating i i still i don't know if you guys remember when they did a tales from the crypt episode that was directed by robert zemeckis and it took that same thing but with humphrey bogart and he's in he's in the episode extensively as a matter of fact and it was just fascinating the way i mean the the technology has come so far in the way we can we can transpose we can cut in we can you know do all of these different things but it's it's a healthy debate and one that's obviously as this presumably becomes more prevalent sure as the technology is more easily available as it improves it's going to happen more and more often this is just this is opening the floodgates i think and it's just going to be the first of a lot of projects like this that we see coming around yeah you're yeah for for better or for worse uh, i mean yeah (laughs) just like how you know avatar comes out and then we get every 3d movie everywhere i bet after this comes out if it gets enough attention and it makes x amount of dollars There'll be a couple more. Yeah, I would think if it's a colossal financial failure, though, studios will definitely be far more hesitant to approach yeah. this gimmick. You know, they'll they'll continue with just like little minor roles, cameos, things like that, instead of making a deceased actor a lead in a movie. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, there's there was this movie that they filmed a couple of years ago that they that they made specifically to release in a hundred years, and I forget who was in it. And, you know, by, by today's standards, though, you know, if, if we're recreating people through CGI, I'm, for, I'm forgetting who is in it. And uh, hopefully I'll remember to talk about it next week. But they shot a movie a couple of years ago and they're yes. just talking it away yeah. and not releasing it until like 2110 or something. We may not even have a planet in a hundred years, guys. I mean, come on. <laughs> you never know. That's a little overzealous. <laughs> it's floating in space somewhere, you know, on like a, on a piece of Earth, you know. Uh, I don't want to see that happen, but Luke, I mean, it's just, it's just kind of, it's it feels very overzealous anyway. Luke in the YouTube chat says, exactly, Fuego. Uh, with something like Tarkin and Rogue One, at, he said two, but Rogue One as well. Uh, there was precedent for it, and it was a fun supporting role, not a major character part. So, yes. yeah, I mean... It, and Tark it, looked great in that shot where he's looking out the window and we see his reflection. He looked good. Totally did. That's when he turned he around. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's all too often when the movement starts to happen and it looks all jaunty and stuff. And, I mean... Apparently it's the lip, the top lip that makes, yeah. that makes or breaks it, apparently. No, uh, apparently... Because there's, you know, there's these YouTube videos where CGI yeah. guys react to bad CGI. And apparently 
humans are we don't move our top lip and uh, or or it's it's controlled by our nose or something I, I, I don't know that that's a telltale sign you know what's actually uh, fascinating i can't find what studio is releasing finding jack this this movie hmm. uh, i'm actively trying to find this yeah, why? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, probably hasn't secured distribution yet, obviously. But I mean, as far as who's who's producing it, and I mean, perhaps made independently, and then they're gonna just try to find distribution on an independent uh, movie trying to do that level of CGI. Oh, that's cute. That's Love that it. that's a very cute, isn't it? You're like, oh, that's quaint. Yeah. <laughs> and a year, you have a year to do it. <laughs> Less yeah. than a year, because the movie. Good luck. It. Unless they're gonna wrap shooting on November 11th of next year, and it for eight days. Um, we have a we have a super chat in the Woo. YouTube. Mike, thank Woo, you. Yeah. Dollars in the super chat. Thank you for your time, guys. Any thoughts on Irishman? Any excitement? Lots. that's an understatement yeah. um mm. well go on Lindsay. i mean i think we could all hype this movie to to no it, end but yes we're all it's you know who with you know what cast making you know what i am stupidly excited i probably yeah. shouldn't be because this could be i don't know like what, what what was that other movie that uh, uh oh uh Oh, I got uh, that um, De Niro and Pacino did a few years ago. That was supposed to be like a callback to those movies. Righteous uh, Kill. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it Ugh, could be another good. Righteous Kill, but I mean, it's it's they him. got Pesci back. They got Pesci. That's the, out of that's what intrigues me. That's what intrigues me yeah. maybe more so than anything because I, I love Joe Pesci, man. Yeah. No, I uh, yeah yeah. Oh, and also yes, thank you very much, Mike, for the record. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I, I I just want to see it. I've stayed away from reviews. I know nothing about the story. I just know that they're doing some de-aging stuff and it's doing a couple weeks in theaters for Oscar push and then it's on Netflix. And Yeah, yeah and, and Mike says in the chat, that's right, Lindsay, if it's anything like Casino or Goodfellas, we'll be spoiled. Right. Sh- shit, if it's anything like Departed. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Uh, mm. I, I, I mean, <laughs> Scorsese makes mm-hmm. rather decent um darkly funny yes. that, that 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 must be said darkly funny um mafia films god wolf and, Street was hilarious yeah like in all the worst yeah. ways but it was so funny <laughs> yeah there you go one of my most anticipated of the year regardless of the runtime it's it's funny yeah. I, I, there, there's a youtuber that i really really enjoy and i don't watch her like super super often but uh, Spooky Astronauts, I know CP is aware of her, and I'm sure mm-hmm. Lindsay probably is too. But one of her gripes about Doctor Sleep was the runtime. Long movies don't really bother me very much. I mean, I just got done watching Ford v Ferrari, which is also like two and a half hours, and that comes out this upcoming week, and it didn't feel the runtime. Well, I was hoping to at least touch upon it. I was at a screening this past Wednesday, so Wednesday of last week for it. Got to see it at the at the Seneca Pre, which is the like the big premium theater for Harkins Theaters, which is a local uh, local chain here in Arizona and a couple other spots in the Southwest. Uh, acting is terrific. I'm not compelled by racing though. So while the racing scenes are amazingly done, and I mean, James Mangold is a hell of a director from Girl Interrupted to Copland to, I mean, I, I even find merit in the first Wolverine film that he directed. Yeah. It was just when they did the stupid Silver Samurai <laughs> stuff at the end that the movie really went off the rails and stuff. And Logan's obviously terrific. I mean, he's he's a guy that can do a lot. And it's 
it's got such great chemistry between Bale and Damon, and the racing stuff didn't really captivate me anywhere near as much. All the fascinating behind-the-scenes aspects and the fact that it is really a redemptive story of two friends. And, uh, I mean, Josh Lucas is a... He is a crappy guy in that movie, and you just hate him so much. He's terrific, and, and I mean, everybody pretty much is great. And uh, so just to just to round out the point, though, that's another movie that's really long. I don't shy away from lengthy run times. And Scorsese's last few movies have been like three something hours. What was the one that had Adam Driver oh, where they were the where they were the missionaries and stuff? That was a terrific movie. So um, I don't know most most headlines because, like Lindsay, I haven't read any reviews. Most headlines from people I respect have said it does not feel the runtime because you're that engrossed and mm-hmm. seeing you know, the gang all back together, so to speak, is awesome. Pesci, especially since he had been in retirement, like Lindsay mentioned. So I, I have heard a little bit of criticism about the CGI de-aging in certain spots. But aside from that, I mean, Scorsese, crime film, come on. That's got to be on the, pretty much every major critic's most anticipated list of this year. The so. other thing to note is it's it's coming to Netflix. Um, length really shouldn't be an issue if you can you know, chop it up and, and watch it in halves or whatever. Uh, you know, runtime at the theater, I'll listen, as somebody who has got a bad back, I'll, I'll, I'll give you when, when, when it gets past two hours, I get a little uncomfy, but um, in the privacy of your own home, yeah. you can, you can kind of let the movie work around you. Um, and, and like we, we were talking about Wolf of Wall Street Casino was well into two hours, two, maybe even two and a half. The, the casino's two hours, 58 minutes. That's like practically three hours Is right it? there too. Yeah, 2.58. Wow. Yeah, he's been making these three-hour movies for quite a long time. And I mean, this is actually one I'm disappointed I can't see in a theater and that I'll have mm-hmm. to see it at home because with, with some of the like the little bits of war sequences and stuff that they're that they're doing. I've, I've heard the movies actually quite funny and there is that darkly comedic edge to stuff like Casino and very mm. obviously to Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. The, Not really with The Departed, but I mean. <laughs> the trailer, like when, when Ray Romano is interviewing uh, Robert De Niro about being a mm. driver and he asks him questions like, have you ever done this? I think Robert De Niro is applying to be a driver uh, and Ray Romano asks him, have you ever hit anybody? And De Niro says, on the job. <laughs> <laughs> and Ray Romano's like, yeah, on the job. Oh, no, I haven't hit anybody on the job. I, funny, I, funny, dark, funny, joking you know, about When you have those people. masters at work, it's it doesn't matter how long the movie is. Like, I freaking love Hateful Eight. I loved uh, Once Upon a Time in mm-hmm. Hollywood. And those are both two hours, two and a half, three hours mm-hmm. long. I, I saw Lawrence of Arabia in theaters. It had an intermission. It didn't even matter. And, and then I, I, a buddy threw a watching party with Lawrence of Arabia a few years ago, and we all sat around until mm. four in the morning watching Lawrence of Arabia because it's a five-hour long movie. Mm. Uh, it, it's, mm. If as long as the craft is good, length doesn't matter. You don't feel it. Like you know, I felt it with It Chapter Two because so much of that movie is just not really anything happening, unfortunately. Sure, uh, sure. There's there's eight five minute movies that feel oh, yeah. a little long, where it's just like, oh yeah, where are we? And that's Can about pacing and yeah. quality and all that stuff. I'm still a fan of the yeah. built-in intermission. If you're clocking like two and a half to three hours, if not more, I mean, they they did the intermission with Hateful Eight, right? Mm-hmm. They did it with uh, it's 
it's not done as often as it was in the time in, in yeah, old time Hollywood, cool, you know. Rightfully. But 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 to just get up, stretch. I mean, hell, I'm sure the concessions people love the intermission aspect because oh, yeah. people go refill them. They they get another soda. They get another thing of popcorn. They're probably making more money in that regard. So so the previous two weeks we've been talking about Scorsese pissing off all of <laughs> cinema dumb with, yeah. with his framing of good, Marvel. Good segue. <laughs> um. But now here he is. Uh, another thing Mike brought up in the chat is, you know, why why straight to Netflix? Which which it isn't technically straight to Netflix. Right. There are a very very limited amount of screens that it's on. The right bare now, minimum I think it's to on qualify eight? for Oscars, yeah, something like that. Yeah, is it yep. eight? It, exactly. It, so just the, like what Roma did last year. So, mm-hmm. so um, thoughts on on that. The, the I mean, it sucks. Remember Lincoln a few years back? That almost didn't have a theatrical release. Freaking Spielberg made a movie about Abraham Lincoln, and he had to fight tooth and nail to get it into theaters. Mm-hmm. That is so depressing. I, I, for the record, I I wasn't a huge fan of Lincoln. It was okay. And I mean, I contend Spielberg's been pretty much okay for a long time now. <laughs> unfortunately, well, I mean, when he's on, he's on. I loved Bridge of Spies. Like that was. Mm, that, uh, it just I, didn't do it for me. Mm. That's fair. That's fair. Mm. I, I mean, I what was it? Jolly Green Giant or Big Friendly Giant or whatever. That movie was painfully BFG. Bad. Yeah, the Raul yeah. Dahl story mm. and everything. I I thought that had serious potential, and it was just as ho hum for me as Ready Player One was. So, uh, oh yeah, Ready. I forgot about Ready Player One. That's funny. Uh, mm. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm getting off track here. Uh, what were we talking about? Sorry. <laughs> well, so so net, Netflix. Netflix being yeah. a, a premiere. I mean, you know, nobody nobody made a stink about Dolomite, yeah. um, and that straight to Netflix. Although I, I don't know, maybe that it had did. a couple of screens. Yep, it was shown in the same model for that as well because they they are that's supposedly going to get an Oscar push as well. That's it's one of my it's movie. it's in my really ten of the year easily. I love Dolomite. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I need to see that. Everyone's yeah. really pushing me. To, I have to get on that. <laughs> it's great, dude. It's so funny. <laughs> so it like it it puts theater going in, into question like if if they 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 didn't release irishman on netflix and you know this this past weekend is a perfect example dr sleep only pulled in 14 million which is yeah that that really puzzles me it's like about half um, what projections were too they were projecting 25 to like 27 28 and it does about half that so that's right i mean mm. Are, are, are the only movies that we're eventually going to see going to be big budget stuff that they think they can make a ton of money yep. on or the small budget horror like the Blumhouse model and stuff like that? I mean, I know that there is a fear of spending a lot of money on a big ensemble dramatic piece of this of, of this nature and the fact that the returns aren't what they used to be because film going has changed so drastically as far as people loving their streaming services, privacy of their own home big screen 4k mm-hmm. nice sound system your own your own alcohol you and snacks to and everything i mean mm-hmm. i uh <clears throat> so so <laughs> yeah okay i know it's it's um it's a troubling I'm, trend i think mm-hmm. yeah i i, I we right. t- i'm just trying to collect my thoughts joker joker is the the counter to that entire thought it was made for like what 40 million dollars and it's about to make a billion it's officially the most profitable comic film of all time crazy but 
it's it's also lightning in the bottle. There was just so much preamble hype around it, around like, you know, all of the DCEU. Is this part of that? Is it not part of it? Joker's always going to be a big pull. And then, you know, there's the whole thing with the director being an interesting guy and then uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And then there's all the backlash. And then there's the director coming out and saying up yours to the backlashers. And so it, just, it was like a mm. perfect store. I mean, I, it, it was going to make money either way. It, it was Joker. Yeah, it's Joaquin the Joker. Phoenix, <laughs> yeah, it's going to make money. But like, like you're, it, this is the Titanic of small budget superhero right. movies. We're not going to see another one of these for a while. Uh, but it's, it's, it's like what Fuego is saying. There, there's... It only seems like the, the super big stuff is what people are going out for. Oh, yeah, no, sorry, um, yeah, like yeah. you know, like a yeah, no, that, that was the point I was trying to make. It's it's possible <laughs> to do it with smaller movies, but it's just it's just harder, and you gotta you gotta you gotta work it in order to get those smaller movies to really get the attention. Well, there's yeah. there's yeah, like for, it's it's a lot it's a it's a lot harder to to get people to go to the movies now, especially with I mean you have decent quality. Uh, and this week, Disney Plus is officially Mandalorian. Launched. Who's watching it um, at midnight, guys? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Same here. Midnight tonight. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I guess I'm, uh, the first I'm doing first today. two episodes I think go live tonight or go live oh, at geez. mid you know twelve a.m. Uh, here on the twelfth. Mm-hmm. So so you have companies like Netflix saying you know here we we got it for you. We're gonna we're gonna. I mean they're they're actively picking up buying i mean you 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 see all these darlings at at these film festivals Uh, hbo bought uh a a fairly high profile movie and it's another one that that's going to premiere on on hbo like there's these large movies that you know 10 years ago would get a theatrical release and now you just got stuff like netflix where it's just like you know, well, you know, we <laughs> just have our app and we, it, we got you. A, a lot of this is at least for the on the American side of things is why, you know, our box office is so much lower than a lot of other countries. So more often than not, except for Joker, of course, which is, again, it's it's the exception. It's not the rule for any of this because Joker still hasn't mm-hmm. opened in China yet either, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So it's got that whole huge market. I don't think it's going to, which is maybe that they, they, it makes that billion dollars even more impressive to me. Definitely does. They didn't get the Chinese market and they still crossed that threshold. Like, holy crap, man. We, you have to remember that's yeah. the exception, not the rule, but it is. We're going to see uh-huh. a few people trying to chase that same amount of money that Joker just pulled off of that 50 million. Uh, but, uh, I, oh, God damn it. I keep getting sidetracked in my brain. <laughs> uh, well, it, it's 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 like there, there are constantly yeah. are exceptions right. to the rule. Like, like yeah. it, people were so you know, confused that it chapter two didn't make it chapter one money, but it chapter one was the, the exception, not, not the rule. The highest watched trailer. Ever. It's the, it's the, it's, it's, it's the most watched like, trailer on the, on the horror show. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, that, that movie mm-hmm. made our numbers move insanely two years ago. We have a like big, big, uh, you know, just like debt to that film. We, we, we're in, indebted to it. So, sorry, the chat may be remembered that is so, our economy sucks right now. The American economy is terrible. Like it, 
No, it's no, I mean, you, know, you got some orange <laughs> dude who's claiming it's the best it's ever been, but no, it's terrible. And it, because it's terrible, people have you, no money. And because when people have no, you're just tired of winning. I, oh, I'm, tired I'm so of tired of winning. winning. Oh, you're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, unless it's a Marvel movie, people don't want to go to a theater. They just want to yeah. share their buddy's Netflix password and uh, stream, you know, whatever on that, and just leave it there. So. The first thing that always goes when you, times get tough, entertainment and movies are entertainment. Mm. So you, you, you cut that out of your budget. You try and save some money. And there's really no easy solution to that. Uh, mm. You got to give people incentive to get to the theaters. Maybe if like there's no entry fee to go to theaters anymore, maybe like every theater adopts some version of AMC A-list. So you pay. You throw 20 bucks at Regal, 20 bucks at the end, you just go see all the movies that you want. And for each one, each time you register for this movie or that movie, the theater gets a certain percentage of, I mean, the the, the people, the studio gets some certain percentage of, the, I don't know, maybe. The, the yeah. formula has gone yeah. to shit. Like, you know, we have more screens than we ever yeah. have. And you can go to a, a Cineplex that has 10 screens, but, you know, if it's the new Marvel movie, at least five of those screens are showing right. that Marvel movie. So there's there's no staying power. It's all about this this one and done kind of weekend approach and and stuff like uh, I, I don't know. Last Christmas, are, are we going to see that in the, no. in the top ten two and weeks no, from now? Hell no, not at all. And and it's just a silly yeah, little rom com. Hilarious movies, possibly the funniest movie I saw this year, like Good Boys. They were still in theaters like mm. a couple weeks ago, and that came out months ago. So, I mean, I would just contend that there's less room for the the mid budget film and its success, especially if it's it's not big explosion, crazy whateverness. If it's like the more thoughtful, you know, dramatic, like elevated art house sort of approach it's really like low budget comedy and horror or big budget marvel action shoot 'em up craziness it's those movies that are like the mid-budget the like 40 to 60 maybe stretch it to 70 those are the ones that are struggling significantly because they're dead in the water if their first weekend is not successful which which might as well be a, a nice segue to um the the quote-unquote big movie of this right. weekend um, Charlie's Angels. Good morning, Charlie. The the re re remake or readaptation or or what is is coming this week? I got an invite to and it tomorrow. I don't, I don't I, know if I'll go. <laughs> yeah, it's bad when you it's bad when you turn down free mm -hmm. tickets, isn't it? You, it's. <laughs> I think I'm the one who's the most accepting of this movie, and even I'm just like, I'll go see it when I see it. I'm not yeah. super thrilled. I mean, I, I, I'm interested because, you know, it, interesting cast, interesting director. But I'm not knocking down doors to see it. I, do, I don't think this is a 2019 right. movie, especially with, with how aware Hollywood is. I mean, the the ones with Cameron Diaz, the Mick G, uh, Charlie's Angels, they, they were, you know, over the top mm -hmm. fun um it's you know it's not even 20 years ago now but it the, the the times were different i i don't know if you can you could approach a movie like charlie's angels the same way well i just think about the fact that i like Kristen stewart so much now from her smaller roles like personal yeah. shopper and she's got this uh and 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 <clears throat> she's got the 
Camp Expert. Yeah, and she has, um, oh boy, it's this like underwater monster film that's coming out early next year that looks badass. This is the paycheck film for her. It's kind of like the equivalent of Jennifer Lawrence with doing great dramatic smaller films versus doing the X-Men movies where she doesn't give a crap anymore, you know? So I'm still going to see this because it, it feels like the type of movie that as somebody who covers pop culture and enjoys it, I, I kind of feel like I have to see it. And it doesn't look like crap, but it's it's definitely, it feels a little out of touch and out of place to a degree. So, Okay, so, so with that, uh, we're all kind of eh about it. Now, Joe Sixpack, <laughs> keep in mind, Terminator made 27 and change opening weekend. Doctor Sleep made 14. What are we... Lindsay, can you bring <clears> up <throat> the, the old Charlie's Angels numbers? Or, or is box off with Mojo just, yeah, just I mean, that bad? I think both answers what, are very possible at this moment. <laughs> yeah. What, what are we... What are we... Generously expecting of Charlie's Angels this week, which is competing with Ford it versus made, Ferrari. It made uh, forty um, million opening, and that's back in two thousand. It ended up doing two sixty four worldwide in its entirety. And uh, 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 what about that sequel, though? Uh, I think it was different star power, though. Cameron Diaz and Drew Barrymore were were a bigger deal back yeah. then than. Kristen Stewart, and I'll be the first to say it. I I don't recognize the actress on the left. Yeah, I can't say I know who she is either. And then the second, and then the second one, three years later, still made thirty-seven, still made about the same. But I mean, you had you had a comedic presence like you know Murray, who I know Bill Murray at least cameos in this. But you had mm -hmm. Bernie, uh, you had Bernie Mac. You also. I mean, even Lucy Liu, right. she was a she was a pretty. I know that makes me sad to think about, but but even Lucy Liu was a pretty big name in her own right back then. So, yeah, uh, less star power in this one for sure. I, I'm sure the budget is less. significantly less. less, although I don't think they list it. No, they don't. They don't. I, list I guarantee it. you, this one's going to swing more into comedy more than action. Mm -hmm. And because really, I, I'm guessing I could be wrong on that. I mean, it's directed by Elizabeth Banks, right? Or she at least produced it. Oh, uh, okay. Well, so so what are, what are you what are you projecting for Charlie's Angels? Uh, Doctor <laughs> Sleep, which had some buzz, pulled in 14 million. I don't know a soul who's talking about Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Fuego's talking about not going to a free show. Uh, you make it sound like that's actually like meaningful. Well, the budget for this one is only 48 <laughs> compared to the budget of the 2000 Mick G film was almost 100. But then again, you know, Mick, Mick G, wow. Salvation, all that. I mean, he didn't start making smaller budget stuff until like The Babysitter and, you know, things like that recently. He had to scale it back. But back in the 2000s, the early 2000s, he was like, let's just throw all the money at it. Give me all of the money, please. <laughs> I think it's making yeah. less than 20 for sure. E easily less than 20. O opening? Opening, yeah. Less than, do you know what I think is topping the box office this weekend? I think it's going to be Ford v. Ferrari. Yeah, that's the kind of film that yeah. my parents and it's it's a very it's kind of hokey in the fact that it's like, look at Americans triumphing and stuff. And they're obviously marketing it as such, because everybody knows that that's a true story <laughs> about that driver 
winning Le Mans or that that racing team, you know, the Americans beating the Italians and it's so inspiring and all this other stuff. I think that movie's going to make some money. I, it's not going to it it might make like 30 30 to 40 maybe. I, but I do think people are interested and plus it's got the Oscar buzz behind it. So um I honestly you've convinced me. Yeah, I I, I it'll probably take the the take the gold for the weekend. Uh Charlie's Angels, I'm going to say 10ish. Mm-hmm. It's give or take. Yeah. If if this weekend's like last weekend, it'll be lower than ten. If this weekend's better than last weekend, it'll it's going to come in in second. I sure. do not. It'll be the second film, but not. But yeah, at I, highest, I, I, hey, I I would be so happy if word of mouth for Doctor Sleep gets it like pushed up, and everyone was like, oh, Midway was terrible, mm-hmm. and you know, why would I go see that? It's not Veterans Day weekend anymore, <laughs> so yeah. yeah I, I was weighing that possibility. Like, could veterans could. Could it somehow actually take the first place a second time because nobody cares about Charlie's Angels and then no one ends up caring about Ferrari? Is there any chance of that happening? There's a faint chance. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't bet money on it, but there's a. Right. I mean, Midway made 18. Like, oh, yeah. So it's probably going to make like nine or 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's probably not going to. That's, that's, that's going to be a bad weekend. Having seen it, Ford v. Ferrari is a. It's a, it, it's a lock to win this weekend. And, and, and I'll go on record to say that. So. Yeah. Because I just, ju- I just did. <laughs> um, I do want to see it. It looks very good. I, I'm super down for that movie. Speaking of movies that are under underwhelming, uh, without yeah. whelm, uh, Terminator Dark Fate uh, came in fifth. Uh, total domestic at this point is $48 million. Um, All right, so word of mouth did no favors for that movie. What, what are we... <laughs> what are we uh what's happening to terminator does it make it to thanksgiving uh in the top five no oh, no 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 i know the answer to that that's that's easy that's a wait, no so, wait, are you saying like it won't be in theaters anymore in- well will it will it be in the top 10 thanksgiving mm, top, well, top 10 i mean Probably not, but it'll definitely still be in theaters because it's a Terminator film and they are going to squeeze blood from a stone trying to get people to see that movie. They're going to just yeah, leave it out there. But I can't believe it. I I, I mean, it's up to 200. I, mean, I was just looking at that. Yeah. And the budget was what? I know last like, week we were talking about them like losing they don't 200 list budget on here anymore. And I got to. So it's it's yeah. awful. Yeah. Last so last week I think the the worldwide was one twenty four so it's made a combined two ish seventy to two hundred million for yeah. for the yeah, budget one eighty five to one ninety six is what they're saying. It's, oh, it's a three way so it split might. too. That's ooh. oh, which so which you mentioned last week. Yeah, that's right. I totally mm-hmm. forgot about that. This is the same thing that killed Watchmen. Even though it did made a little bit of money, you had to split that money so many ways it didn't matter. This is. Ooh. Yeah. So 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 let's say it's just it's barely made its budget back worldwide now before marketing and promotion, which they did in, I mean, just incessantly crazily mm-hmm. for this movie. So mm-hmm. it's it's a really really strange month. That that Doctor Sleep pulling in fourteen really has me puzzled. Uh, I mean, hindsight, of course, twenty twenty, but. If 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 I had known that, I mean, I don't I don't know I don't know if if the folks at Warner if they knew that they weren't winning this weekend, 
if they would have even tried to just compete with Terminator because it was more, it fit more for, for Halloween. So, I mean, was there just too much all coming out and still out taking pieces of the pie a little bit from Dr. Sleep as well? Because, I mean, Terminator had just come out. Joker is still yeah. making money. Maleficent is still fresh and still almost still made like eight, eight and a half million. Well, uh, I mean, you, you, you had you had different. I mean, different. You, you talk about different pieces of the pie. You had different flavored pies out there. Midway. And Dr. Drastically Sleep are two different, totally yeah. different audiences. Yeah, that's like a pizza, it's like a pizza versus a, a cherry pie or something, you know what I mean? And then and then you have Playing With Fire, which is the John Cena comedy. Um, that's not, that shouldn't be digging into do, Dr. Yeah. Sleep money. And then you have Last Christmas, which is the, the rom-com with, with Amelia Clark. So, I mean, you have four major releases this last week. And they all just kind of 18, mm. 14, 13. I mean, if 11. anything, Terminator and Joker still being at 11 and like nine respectively, maybe those two take a little bit of money from Dr. Sleep, but probably not more than a, a couple million dollars. So, right, oh. right. Dark Fate costs yeah. 30 what million dollars more than Genesis. Oof. <gasps> Why would you? And Genesis yeah. made money. Why would. It's, 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 it doesn't Why make sense. Increase the budget. <laughs> I don't understand. Maybe to pay Linda Hamilton. Yeah. Linda Hamilton. Uh, Bringing on. Mm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Do you know how much it costs to put the James Cameron name uh, on your uh, producer? Yeah, that too. And I'm sure they paid Linda <laughs> and James rather handsomely to get get oh, involved. Arnold. So. Arnold. And dude, these posters right next to each other—they are alarmingly similar. Like I, I there, you know, it's a running meme in Hollywood to some extent that I see here and there that posters are boring now. And they're all basic. Gold yeah. and teal, yeah. Like, like, look at this one. You've got, you know, Sarah's in, on Dark Fate. Sarah's really big, and then the Terminator's really is the next uh -huh. biggest, and then on the, uh, it's like the reverse, and they're also like they're looking different directions. It's, it's like it's literally the same poster. <laughs> I am mm -hmm. astounded. And like you take the dark background of Genesis and you make it like the bright sunshine because, hey, you know, the, the fate's not dark anymore. Now there's hope. Oh, it, this that is just so lazy. Anyway, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, I just, okay. <laughs> no, you no, notice things fine. on air. Um, so any news before, we, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get to, we could we could geek out a little bit about Star Wars, but um, before we get to Disney Plus, is there any other news? Oh, so last week another buzzer beater that we lost. Um, Fantastic Beasts is filming. Johnny Depp is in it. That's kind of old news for us, but that had just popped up as we were finished I don't last week. It. So just wanted to get that in. You don't I believe do it's not filming? believe it's filming. I don't think this movie's happening. Really? Uh, they pushed it back over. They pushed back the start of shooting over a year. This movie was supposed to already be done, mm -hmm. like done in like a good way into post production by now. But they canceled that and pushed it back over a year. I guarantee you, sometime between now and the spring, we're going to hear some actor is no longer available, and that's when I don't I don't know who it's going to be, but I guarantee you, this movie's not happening. 
I, I this is this just okay. we've seen this before you know they push something back and they go quiet for a long time and then they say hey we're doing a thing and then an actor suddenly can't do a thing and then that messes things up more and they got to push it back like you know this is a process i've we've seen this before i just i'm getting too many flashbacks here i and <laughs> just like well what are they going to do with the franchise at this point they're trying to stop grindelwald who's trying to stop the holocaust harry potter is currently trying to fight so the holocaust happens is that really the franchise that Warner Brothers wants to push right now? <laughs> well, they said it was going to be a more adult uh, take on the the Potterverse, right? So <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. This is definitely adult material. <laughs> they killed two babies in the last movie. Two, <laughs> one by drowning. Um, what what else for news? Do no, we I mean, if we, if we if you guys want to talk about Fantastic Beasts, by all means. But I just want to I I if I'm yeah. right, no no I I, I think it's funny. Let's yeah. just start a film. And they change, so talk about. change screenwriters and uh, going for a different tone from what I'm reading. JK is standing by by her dude, Depp. She has gone on record to defend him, said that there was a lot more to the end of his marriage than, than a lot of people realized. And actually, a lot of new evidence that came out pointed to that being exactly the case with Amber Heard being a psycho. So, uh, yeah. yeah I but, mean, but, I'm pretty sure they're both psychos. Let's just be real. Like, at the end of the day, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. easily. They abused um, each other. <laughs> do you know, when you're I'm $30,000 of wine a month. Your wife knows about it and she's okay. Like, that, only so the best. Go ahead, Go ahead. Well, well, and in the Rolling Stone article, wasn't it saying that he was like borderline bankrupt and all this stuff? And, yeah. you know, because he was, he was spending what? his money quicker because of his high living and cra- right. Hey, it happens with like sports people all the time. Uh, it, he has an island. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, do, do you know, president right now. Ah, ooh, burn, burn, burn. <laughs> you know the one <laughs> thing that's <laughs> being on a uh, on on a horror show. I was really intrigued, but yet also very alarmed uh, when they announced Scream Five this past week. Oh, yeah. oh that's right. Yeah, that's we were right. wanting to discuss it uh, for a horror show news segment yesterday when we got together to film, but there wasn't enough other stories of merit. So it's, uh, I'm sure Cecil and I will end up going mm-hmm. into some some depth about it at some point. But Spyglass Entertainment doing it, no confirmation. I know that's <laughs> the one thing that I find excessively alarming. Uh, no, no confirmation mm-hmm. if it's a reboot like we got with the television series that just had a very unsuccessful, uh, unsuccessful, I should say, uh, run on its third season, changing mm-hmm. networks, uh, changing, kind of trying to change demographic a little bit. It, it still didn't work, and a lot of people criticized it heavily. So we don't know if this is a big screen mm-hmm. reboot or if it will be a continuation after four. I actually really enjoyed the hell out of four in its commentary about the remake culture that Hollywood was so into and still is. Uh, But without Wes and especially without Kevin Williamson writing, I feel like that was one of the reasons why uh, the the third movie just really was easily the worst of the of the bunch. So, I I mean, we don't know if we're going to get, you know, Nev Campbell or uh, any of the couple other survivors back or, or, or what? Regardless, they got to start killing yeah, some the, of these people. The, the fact that they fake um, killed so many of those guys. I mean, Dewey especially, for God's sake. He, like, died in every movie only for yeah. you to find out at the end of it. Oh, he's, he's going to be okay. <laughs> Guy's got nine lives. He's like yeah, a goddamn you, you gotta, cat or something. Do not Halloween 28. <laughs> they got to kill some At least one 
One of them's got to go. That's what so. I would be worried about, the whole retcon thing. But maybe the lack of success for Dark Fate makes Hollywood second-guess the whole Halloween retconning thing. I don't know. Maybe. Dude, I, every time I think Halloween learns... <laughs> uh, excuse me, Halloween. Every time I think Hollywood learns a lesson... Um, I don't know that they're, they're remaking Scooby-Doo. <laughs> it's the ostrich syndrome. If they don't see it, it doesn't exist kind of shit. Yeah. They're making a Scooby-Doo prequel. Uh, Without Matthew Lillard. Film. Boom. Uh, yeah, well, it's all screen, animated. Yeah. It's all. Well, but like they got the same voice actor as Scooby. It's Frank Welker again from the live action one. So why can't it be Shaggy? He's been doing it for 20 years. What about my boy, Matt? I've talked about Magic the Gathering with that guy several times as I've served him. He's a dope dude with a cute family. He should continue to make money off the Scooby-Doo franchise. Sure. He sure, sure should. <laughs> no, he, he lives in um, Anything else? So I, I work in two restaurants in Pasadena. I see him oddly off. oh an actor lives in california okay, that's whatever, crazy okay, fine, whatever, you <laughs> tell me more about these actor people mm. that live near you on my birthday i shook hands with the guy who played roy on the office <laughs> oh he was the 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 deaf tight end from replacements oh yeah he was in uh, brightburn earlier this year too i forgot about that well i haven't thought about the replacements <laughs> oh, yeah, that, forever yep. keanu reeves right Dad. if i remember <laughs> yeah that's, that's a cut right there well done so news what else Anything yeah like there's not much else unless you want to talk about the fact that they're putting the cart ahead of the horse for uh, already announcing there's a second dune film in the oh. works and yet they just <laughs> i'm like denis makes really expensive amazing movies that don't make their money back right. so they're they're banking on this being the next lord of the rings or harry potter or something which i do feel like it has the possibility to be there okay. is an insanely big following for those books and those frank herbert stuff and I don't but know. I don't know. That I mean, just just don't dark universe that and say, oh, we're doing this and we're doing a corresponding television series and we already have the sequel film in development. And I mean, I'd be sad if I didn't see Children of Dune. But when, when um, I saw the stuff mm. for Blade Runner 20, 2049, I was like, oh, this is going to be huge. And oh, and it's incredible. What do you know? And it was incredible, but nobody went to see it not nobody but it, love that it love a, that movie i'm happy deacon finally got the oscar though that was great that i actually yes. i literally jumped for joy i was like god damn yeah. it's about time <laughs> justice for deacon <laughs> uh, mike uh five dollars in the super chat thank you mike we appreciate it oh you could have oh, could have dropped some words you could have said something uh, yeah appreciate it. Say something that you want to hear me say that's embarrassing, and I'll say it, Mike. We already know your uh, embarrassing uh, stories, Lindsay. <laughs> oh, I could, I can get even more embarrassing, <laughs> sir. You got nothing. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's, yeah, um, right. it's frightening. It's frightening that they're. Do we have a release date on Dune? That's. A I believe it's question. next Christmas. Next if I'm not Christmas. Mistaken. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is such a effects-heavy movie, and you guys have seen this. The the cast for it and everything mm. and yeah i believe it's december 2020 but De december me... 18th 2020 yeah wow 
Yep, taking exactly. that Star hey, Wars fun date. Fact, it's rated a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Already, huh? <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> but, I mean, Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin, Dave Bautista, Zendaya, uh, Stephen McKinley, uh, Jason Momoa, Javier Bardem, Hans Zimmer score in the mofo. I Stellan mean, Jesus, guys. Mm. Yeah. That's a great cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see. I, I hope it's I, I hope it's kick ass, and I'm sure it will be. But will it make the yeah, money? We, I've got a year to watch the original Dune. I can I can handle I know, that. I, think. I haven't I haven't seen the original. <laughs> Honestly, what you need to what you need to watch is the two that they did on the Sci Fi Channel because they were these little like mini series event type things. First one decent, good world building, but the second one that has James McAvoy in it is much better, and the the production values were raised a little bit. Um, <laughs> It's it's good. I actually really. The only love thing I have oh, seen I Dune related is Holdorowski's Dune, which is a documentary. That was uh, yeah, quite quite interesting. Good. It is. It's 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 interesting. Um, oh, yeah, Floyd was going to score it. You had uh, HR yeah. Geiger working on designs yeah. and stuff. Like it, it could have been it's, amazing. Yeah, it's, but it was not meant to be. It's one of those what if movies, and you just hear in the, like like that Superman Returns documentary just just yeah. rest rest peacefully my yeah. dude Schnapp. oh oh, yeah. oh uh, you mean uh oh yeah yeah john Schnapp was yeah but uh, he was uh, the sh- was awesome. superman lives right uh, not, not superman returns yeah. Uh, superman returns, yeah. Right? uh yeah it was called the the death of superman what lives happened? what yeah. happened that's what it was yeah, yeah 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 i own a copy of it i personally bought it from Schnapp when i interviewed him after i got done interviewing him i was like i was like dude i want a poster in a movie and he's like yeah man he was a big metalhead awesome. so I mean, he he worked on uh, Metalocalypse and uh, yeah, yeah. a couple other different things. Yeah, he was great, man. Yeah, it's sad. Rest in peace, man. You're mm. you're missed. Um. So, speaking, we, we held off. Um. And this is probably the, the we're, we're we're breaking the ice, and it's going to be something like this for the next six weeks or so, to some degree. But um, Disney Plus uh, officially launches tomorrow. And the Mandalorian, uh, we're getting a couple of episodes, and it's it's television. So, oops, we're going to talk about I mean, television. <laughs> I'm excited, guys. We're going to explore a Star Wars musician making his way through the galaxy, playing his mandolin. <laughs> I never thought we'd ever see this. This this is the Star Wars I've been wanting for you. No, no, seriously, uh, I'm excited. It'll it'll be good. I, I, just, I don't want another streaming service in my life, I'm sure. I know. I, I uh, Even, it, it, what is it, $7 a month or something like that? And it's going to go up. $6.99 oh, yeah. for a year. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, and then you can bundle it with Hulu and ESPN Plus, apparently, which is what I'm probably going to do because I already have Hulu and, you know, I know I'm going to get this and it's only twelve ninety nine for the bundle. So I'm just like, eh. Mm. Give me some sports stuff for free. Why not? What? Um, what? Literally a cable bag. Yeah. It's a cable bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, and that's eventually what it, I mean, we're spending more on our streaming services collectively. Yeah. I mean, but I watched that trailer for the, uh, the Shyamalan series coming to Apple TV plus, And I'm just like, God yeah. damn it. You know, <laughs> you know what we should do? We should start the movie pass for streaming services where for like 50 bucks a month we give you access to like any seven streaming services or something yeah. like that but there's like you have to watch it on your phone and there's like i don't know there's yeah. still there's like it's called it's so called you're... using your friend's password that's what it... <laughs> oh okay fine. Yeah. I don't know. 
trying to make us all billionaires. But yeah, no, no, she might. Yeah, yeah. I, I need my uncle's Disney mm. Plus password. Uh, is there is there anything? <laughs> is there anything else that that's day one that that people are at all talking about, or, or is it just pretty much Mandalorian? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you can finally watch uh, Swiss Family Robinson and how how well those pirate characters have aged, probably. <laughs> can I watch the Black Hole movie? Because I oh, love that one. I haven't <laughs> seen that movie in 25 years. I would watch the shit yeah. out of Black Hole. Yeah, seriously. I'm trying to think, like, what... what uh, I guess it has the Marvel catalog. I, what, what What is Disney Plus probably. offering day one other than... The Mandalorian. Not Aliens, because that's in the vault right now, I'll tell you that. I'm trying to... Okay, so the original shows day one are going to be, ooh, High School Musical, the musical, the series. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh, the Mandalorian. You've got Marvel's Hero Project. Uh, <laughs> you've also got The World According to Jeff Goldblum, which I am actually intrigued about. That's the one. It's almost like a travel channel type show oh. where Goldblum just like goes all over the place and Goldblums it up like a Goldblumy Goldblumer. Oh, um, I'm always on the lookout for a future ex-Mrs. Malcolm. Yeah. Boy, nothing else really of note. The original, okay, so uh, the that live action Lady in the Tramp movie is apparently going to be oh, available that's day one. Right? Tomorrow. Oh, really? I forgot that was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I forgot about that too. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and then and then you've got your animated movies like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Pinocchio, Fantasia. So mostly like vault classic right. type stuff that's tougher to buy now. Dumbo, Bambi. Ooh, the Tres Caballeros. I love that one. Oh, that's fun. Oh, wow. Uh, Adventures of Ichibod and Mr. Toad, Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland. So yeah, more so classic Disney animated fare. Uh, as I look at this list, actually, it looks like just about every animated Disney film. We, pretty much all. We of have to get new. All movies. of the all of the 2D stuff and all the Pixar stuff. If um, part of me, and then no, go ahead. If they're releasing just, uh, a Lady and the Tramp film on Disney Plus, they they have to release New Mutants. There's what are you worried about bandwidth mm. what, what what what's the risk there's been word they're gonna dump it on hulu well, is what i've heard that they that they wouldn't put it on disney mm. plus because it's a fox property as opposed to a marvel disney property but yeah obviously we have no no truth to speak up to that but yeah the whole pixar catalog is on there okay. lots of the old disney live action movies including swiss family robinson mm. Uh, Twenty Thousand Lakes Under the Sea, nice. Davy Crockett, uh, probably Herbie will be on there. I would imagine that was Disney, right? What? I think. So. I think so. Yeah, it's Lindsay uh, Lohan. That has to be. Oh no, no, that's the, the Mary, new one, the Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, 1969's The Love Bug. I was right. Yeah, so I mean, all of the stuff, which is all the vault stuff, it looks like pretty much the stuff that is pretty much inobtainable at this particular mm. point and you'll also have stuff like willow who framed roger right. rabbit white white fang yeah i'm trying to think uh, of that. Ooh, well, Gargoyles at, rookie of the year oh wow yeah, <laughs> yeah i remember that. three musketeers so does that mean touchstone movies are on there then probably huh. i think quite possibly yeah sister act is on here i'm not sure if that was a if that was touchstone or not but yeah all right but but I can't say I'm that excited about all of these old titles on there. I mean, really, the stuff that's the most intriguing is, uh, you know, any sort of new content. And all of the big Marvel stuff isn't coming until, I believe, next year. So Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, it's uh, Mandalorian. Is Mandalorian a show mm. worth $7 a month is, is the big mm. question. I mean... 
can you just wait for it all to be released and then just sign up for a binge in a day then cancel it so Pro- probably i'm I'm, mm. I'm hoping my uncle gets it so i can just <laughs> do that too well there's some animated star wars i've wanted to catch up on oh like clone wars uh, rebels resistance that's all on and here. aren't they as well as all the weird lego movies they're <laughs> resuming that too aren't they aren't they re-picking up clone wars they are doing new cl- another season of Clone Wars, which is super cool. Hmm. That's interesting. And then they're even having old Marvel shows like Spider Woman from 1979. Oh. <laughs> X Men animated series, Fantastic Four, Hulk, X Men Evolution. So I mean, there's if if this is stuff you either have never seen or haven't watched in years, there's there's a decent selection <laughs> of. Uh, of older titles, but as far as fresh new things, it really looks like the big things tomorrow are going to be Lady and the Tramp and Mandalorian and High School Musical, the musical, the series, the musical series. So, so, so plenty of stuff to to not go see Charlie's Angels for this weekend. <laughs> yes, stay home and watch the Cheetah Girls, the Disney <laughs> Channel original. <laughs> um, do you guys have any plans to watch anything this weekend? Well, I definitely have to watch Lady and the Tramp to see if they once again have a white lady singing We Are Siamese. <laughs> if you please, we are Siamese. If you don't, please. Uh, and probably Mandalore, too. Uh, or at least some of uh, I guess the one ep- the two episodes. Uh, what, what are the mm-hmm. movies that are opening this weekend again? Yeah. Ford v. Ferrari. Uh, so, so this weekend, Ford, Ford v. Ferrari, Charlie's Angels. And then also, you know, one that we didn't mention that I am moderately interested in just because it's got such... Uh, such great actors in it is the good liar which i believe is ian mckellen and uh helen mirren Mm. and he's like this like shyster swindler who tries to uh, romance helen's character and like take her money and it looks like an interesting psychological thriller of sorts the trailers i've seen looked intriguing although i've not seen a lot of critical buzz about it so um it's 67 percent on rotten tomatoes from what it says here so not not totally like beat up on but yeah mirin and mckellen the two of them you know having this pseudo romance and then finding out that that mckellen's character is some sort of sinister shyster that that's probably an a-list for me i wouldn't want to pay full price for it but uh since i've already seen ford v ferrari and i might still go to that that free screening of charlie's angels yeah that's one that i would that's one that I would A-list this week is probably the good liar. So. Yeah, Motherless Brooklyn um, is, is out there. I'm hoping. Yeah, I didn't even see that. Find yeah, a reason to see that directed by uh, Edward Norton. Yeah, I just because, you know, Edward Norton is legendary for like just taking over sets when he's on. I was just going to say, he, he, he mm-hmm. apparently yeah. took over American <laughs> History X, which is a really good movie. So I'm wondering. I just what, what's he do when he's actually got directorial control? It's mm-hmm. kind of a fascinating idea. Um, has that ever happened before? Speaking of Edward Furlong, oh, right? Wow, yeah, <laughs> he was in that too. Yeah. yeah, wow. What was that? The scene in the bathroom at the end with him and the well, spoilers and uh, him getting killed is just soul crushingly sad. Brutal, brutal movie. Which, by the well, way, another movie that probably fits today. You could just kind of throw it on the television and. Uh, still it still speaks go figure still a poignant topic for sure the edward furlong movie where he's like playing a video game brain scan yeah i love that yeah i just watched that for the first time recently that movie is awesome so awesome (laughs) cody and i keep keep toying around the idea like we're we're going to review it together it's just Mm -hmm. 
you know, life happens and, and we, we Oh, the soundtrack's great and it's bloody <laughs> and it's very like hair metal yeah. early 90s yeah. of the era. Mid 90s computer tech is really fun. <laughs> Mid 90s computer tech from movies is just like, come on. Like that, that. Like Butler that answers the phone for him. Yeah, that's like nice. the computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Dial brain scan. Spying on the cute girl next door and she likes it. Oh, mm-hmm. it's so nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you could totally do that. Now, a lot too. of that behavior was justified in the eighties and nineties. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> you could be a stalker. It's fine. Yes, and glorify the creepers. Stalking <laughs> is fine, just as long as the other party's okay with it. If you're hot, you can stalk whoever you want, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Lindsay. Yes, sir. You got anything coming up on the channel? Uh, there, I, uh, I, yeah, I, I have an inkling to make a video, but I have to do a lot of research for it. Uh, if the, if anyone has ever watched the show attack on Titan, uh, mm-hmm. if you are caught up on it as in, you've seen everything, uh, have you, have you completely caught up Fuego? Uh, I have seen just a little okay. bit here and there, and I have so many friends who are supremely into it. I I saw one of the Japanese live action films because they made what like two or three of them. I yeah, want to say. Yeah, I saw the first and one. I know Mach- it was, uh... And I know Machetti was attached to a remake, an American remake at one point that still hasn't happened. Oh. And but uh, it's a it's a property that I'm familiar with, but that I haven't deep dove into. It, it's very easy anime to get hooked on because it's people using jet Spider-Man jetpacks to fight giant naked people. <laughs> so it's instantly like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of down for this, but uh, I have caught up with it in this new, in the third season. And oh my God, does it get horrible? Okay. <laughs> like straight up, just what were you smoking? What is wrong with you? How is this greenlit? What is wrong with everyone connected to this? And I kind of want to do a video on it. I We'll see if I do all the research I need to do before I dive into it. But uh, I'm, it, I, it was once my favorite anime, and now I want to burn it down and forget it ever existed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuego. So that's what's going on with me. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, Ford v. Ferrari uh, review probably going up later this evening. And I'm going to try to get a Mandalorian review up, like, with the sweetness. Hopefully, to, I'm okay. actually off tomorrow. So I'm going to try to, you know binge and been well two episodes I mean, come on that's not not exactly a, a binge but yeah i'm gonna cruise through those give my thoughts and try to get them up as soon as possible sometimes what so. what is the time frame on dylan's new nightmare i think we're gonna have cecil on next week that was the next thing that i was gonna mention is the fact that we did opt to uh go through another 60 uh, 30 okay, plus days good. Yep, exactly. So uh, we got to about half of the intended goal and we're going to cruise through. I mean, we had initially we were debating if we wanted to go. Uh, and it's Cecil's project, obviously. Yeah, we discussed it a bit when he was here. It's, it's his yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. He, he is the man in my cohort in crime, as I all too often say. Now, last night, we actually did a commentary of the film Southbound, which is a interesting anthology horror from 2015. We're still finishing up all of our Nightmare on Elm Street coverage. We've reviewed all of the films. Uh, we still have the remake yet to uh, put out there, but we've done like the comic books that were done by Avatar Press. Uh, Wildstorm did a few. Uh, Marvel actually did a uh, two issue that was supposed to be an ongoing, but just wasn't successful enough. So yes, the the, the Freddy coverage has been re- relentless. But if you have any interest in assisting with uh, 
helping us get to the goal we have decided to extend it for for another 30 and uh yes the link is uh well, if you search on, on Indiegogo, Dylan's New Nightmare, it's a sequel to the 1994 classic uh, Wes Craven's yeah. New Nightmare. Cecil's going to join us um, to dis- uh, to discuss it and plug it himself. But um, it, it, it's good. Nice. It's good to see that that he's taken the, the extra month. And, uh, it's good to see Freddy. I can't it, wait to see this movie. Not, a, not enough Freddy. Too much, too much... <laughs> I'm, I'm, watch my mouth. I'm going to say it. Too much Jason. <laughs> and yet we haven't seen Jason in forever. But as far as the fan mm. films go, there are so many Jason uh, fan films. And I, I mean, we're still getting Michael Myers on the big screen. And we just got a re-envisioning of Chucky. And then there's still the Child's Play television mm. series that is apparently being worked on. So concurrently, two different... that. We need Freddy Krueger. He's still my favorite slasher. He's Cecil's favorite as well. And I, I can at least speak for him in that regard that he is mutually our personal favorite and is for many others as well. And people are, I don't know, they're they're hungry to see some slash-tastic awesomeness with that with that crazy oh, yeah. claw. Oh, we, got, we get these, like, you know, Friday the 13th games every now and again. What would a Nightmare on Elm Street game be like? Uh, where you're, like, trying to just Gotta stay awake. Die? Yeah, and like Freddy's like jumping out of walls at you and stuff like that. And there's like literally no, you just have to just hide and not get killed. That sounds terrifying. I'd play that. I liked fighting uh, as him in Mortal Kombat. That oh, was yeah. fun. And yeah. I think they put him in, and I think they put him in what, Dead by Dawn or oh, Dead by Daylight recently? Dead, Dead by Daylight. Uh, I believe so. I mean, they've been putting all kinds of, all kinds of horror you could, icons. In you that, could so. take like the, the GTA, uh, platform the way that gta plays i mean because they have that like when you're drunk and and have that be dreams and you know just just open world where you're just doing mundane stuff but Mm -hmm. uh sometimes you can't tell if you're sleeping and if you're sleeping you gotta run from freddy i just uh i don't know i'm I'm, i don't have my finger on the pulse of, of games no, that sounds fascinating, and maybe even like a fun D and D campaign. Maybe I'll throw some friends through for Halloween next year. Actually, that might be kind of cool. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know. I'm just, just thinking aloud. Which is which is odd. Speaking of games, uh, uh, Outlast Two, which which is nothing new, um, yeah. is free hmm. on on PlayStation Network, and we downloaded it. And Emily's never played it. I've never played it. We might do a little bit of a, a playthrough on the channel. So. Our first experience will, will, will happen on the channel. Hell yeah. Just to quickly echo uh, Mike uh, Governale, he says, Never Hike Alone was my favorite Jason film. Mm. No disrespect. No disrespect there at all. Uh, in fact, the director and yeah. the cinematographer of that film are the ones who are assisting yeah. Cecil with Dylan's New Nightmare. So I think that gives this project some merit. So please, everybody, jump over and check out the Indiegogo. We supremely yeah. appreciate it. I'm not knocking my mic. So much to appreciate it. Get out of here, Mike. <laughs> yeah, no, Mike. Ah. Uh, the guy who who directed it is producing. The guy who directed Never Hike Alone is producing Dylan's New Nightmare. So, um, yeah. Yep. Yep. Vincent DeSanti and we got Renee Rivas who helped him with the project shoot it. You know, is uh, is going to mm-hmm. shoot the film. So pretty pretty stoked man um yeah so so that about does it for this week i just want to thank everybody in the chat for being nice and civil uh yeah. we're just we're just moving forward here that 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 is it we're 
putting our feet forward. Hopefully everybody's on the same page. And again, no, no need to, to speak ill of anybody else. Let's just look forward to tomorrow and next week and, and all that other stuff. Um, which which Cecil might be joining us. So there's there's that to look forward to. We haven't had a guest on this show in a while, but there's yeah, that. Yeah, Cecil on. I can't wait. That, that, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I haven't seen enough of Cecil in the last couple of weeks. I'm going to see some more of him. <laughs> <laughs> Guy stained my couch. Is that I'm, a kidding. I'm kidding. My couch is... Uh, pleather i don't even know if it's it's it's, it's <laughs> so um for fuego and Lindsay, uh i have been cp you haven't and we'll see you next week i wish i was cp <laughs> watch jojo rabbit we're in the money oh i'm on my honey let's let